0: G'day Hawkers, just a heads up at the top of this episode that the audio you're about to hear is, shall we say, not great. I think it helps if you imagine us recording, say, in a cave or an empty grain silo, or maybe just picture that it's a live show and we're performing to no one. Good fun. Uh, The audio issue occasionally writes itself, but for the most part, not our usual slick production. The first time forever that we recorded in person and this happens. Very disappointing. Anyway, the good news is, if you can roll with that it's actually another really fun episode so thank you for joining us thanks for taking the time out of your day to listen to the hawk talk podcast enjoy Well, Hawks fans, we're back with another big episode, and sure, we could recap round 11, but instead, I reckon we cast that depressing Darwin business aside and tackle a huge week of Hawthorne news, including the mid season draft. Welcome to another edition of the Hawk Talk podcast. My name is Nick Mason, and tis The Streak of Recruiting Hawthorne Supporters Continued Last Night.
1: What I've learned from this is if there's less Hawthorne supporters, I am more likely to be drafted. <laughs> yeah, you're moving up the queue, just very slowly. <laughs> You're hitting the gym. What are you doing? Oh, look, uh, I'm just going all in on the supporter basis, really. Yeah, uh, okay. th- that part of the that part of the recruiting, I'm I'm down.
0: I mean, how many aspiring Hawthorne draftees would have a Hawthorne podcast? <laughs> you have to be in the frame at this point, mate. Uh, we heard from Ewan: if Ramsden or Blank become top liners, what rules do the AFL change? Hawthorne no longer allowed to attend drafts. Yeah, no, you've you just got to stick with the same players from now <laughs> until their bodies are broken and worn out.
1: We've done everything to you know, placate the AFL. And now Blank has got his 18 month contract. They won't like that. Blank in the bank. Yeah. Bank's Blank. Don't worry about that. Get the best Ruckman going. A pick six. You know we do well with pick sixes, Nick.
0: Well, it seems like it. We can't can't get away from pick six lately. Uh, pick six, Max Ramson from Sandringham Dragons. 202 centimetres, 19-year-old, boasting amazing mobility for someone of his stature tiers. No problem finding the footy either. He's been averaging 19 hit-outs and 15 touches a game in the NAB League,
1: regarded as one of the standout ruckmen. Yeah, hugely athletic. And can I introduce you to a new trio, Nick? We may not see it for some time. I'm not sure how long. Max... It's going to take to get in the lineup, but Max, Ned, and Josh could mm. be very significant for the future of the footy club. They're all mates, they've all played together. Max Ramsden, Ned Long, and Josh Ward.
0: Ramsden, Long, and Ward sounds like a law firm.
1: It's not quite Nick Stone and Luke Hodge and Hodgestone, Hodge Stone. Hodge uh, Stone. Wow. <laughs> but yeah probably a good company
0: athleticism for max ramsden is the big upside as well as his aerial ability he's got that work rate and running capacity get this he ran six minutes four seconds in the 2k time trial now i'm going to put that in context because that already sounds all right but uh apparently in the combine a couple of years back you had matt rowell running six minutes 17 seconds all right but how about an example closer to home though okay let's make it hawthorne related uh josh ward five minutes 57 seconds okay pretty good Long, six minutes five seconds. McDonald, six minutes eight seconds. And I remind you, Ramsden, six minutes four seconds at two hundred and two centimeters. Did he do it downhill, or does he weigh? <laughs> does he weigh forty five k's? What, what he had it? the old
1: uh, the Wiley Coyote rocket skates <laughs> on. <laughs> that is that sponsored is sponsored by Acme, mate. If, if he turns out to be a decent player, that kind of tank, uh, just he he could be our best ruckman ever. I mean, that is the question, though. Is you know, will he, he fulfil that potential? Yeah.
0: Because I mean, he is going to be a long-term project player. We won't see him for a while. Raw, lanky. He's going to need time to develop. But
1: uh, on the whole, he is very happy to have another Hawks fan in the fold. But he looks quite natural. the Handballing around the stoppages, uh, flicking the ball over the back. It's uh, there's a lot, there's a lot to like, a lot to work with. I'm sure Monkey and Hale are licking their chops.
0: <laughs> we heard from Scamasaurus, one of our listeners. Uh, Ramsden rated best ruck in the NAB League, and the best ruck usually goes late first round, second round in the National Draft. So effectively, we've got a second rounder for nothing.
1: Absolutely, that's exactly the way to look at it. We weren't thinking ruck. We were thinking future. Mm. Hawthorne on a thought. Future ruck!
0: <laughs> that's exactly it. Because I mean,
1: he ain't playing this week, is he, Nick? No,
0: no way. No, no. he's, he's going to be some way off it. But that's all right, because... Either way you look at it, I know some people would be like, "Okay, well, we picked a ruck, yay!" So there's that band aid solution. We've had we've had a dire run in terms of our ruck stocks. That is the solution. That's the fix right there. No, it's not. <laughs> but that's okay. That's all right because we we need another ruck on the list anyway.
1: That if, yeah. If not well, just- I mean, I mean, McAvoy's reaching the twilight of his career. Exactly right. Lynch is having a terrible run. Well, and it, then you have to question, you know, how much longer he can have a terrible one for.
0: It gets to a point where it's like, geez, you know, can he even get on the park? You start wondering about the the very real ramifications of sustaining constant head trauma in that way, and just just how long. And he's, does it play in psychologically as oh, well? Is, uh, is he less likely you to have to? have to play. You don't want to crack in when you're when you're getting hit in the head like that.
1: Well what happens is there might be a hesitation in yeah, this hesitate what I mean. is the problem, you know. Yeah, yeah. So and and remember Jordan Lewis. Yeah. Oh, and he played the following week. That was scary. There's no way I'd be allowing that to happen yeah. if that were me. I just yeah. At different times.
0: Yeah. Well not. But I not remember actually, I remember watching him, it. it wasn't the same for a month. No, you know,
1: that was not actually that long ago either, by the way. Yeah, it's there's a fair time. time. Well, less than a decade. I isn't don't it? mean to make you feel old, but it is much longer than just a decade, is it? Oh yes. When was this? Two thousand nine. So it's after two thousand eight, and it's during twenty ten that that happened. So you're not that old, Nick. <laughs> Look, I guess a lot's happened. I mean, there's three premierships in that time. You're sounding a bit like Max. <laughs>
0: That's right. His interview uh, after he was drafted was fantastic. Wasn't Who are
1: it? your heroes? He said, Oh, the blokes that played in 2008. And yeah, probably the ones after that as well. Um, it just doesn't even bother. Like, yeah, you get it. And You know uh, what I mean? You know, I haven't got all night. <laughs>
0: I mean, we start rattling off Hawthorne's success. Then, yeah, you know, just.
1: A- he was delightful I, I enjoyed his genuine character yeah. to the camera and his excitement and then we had McDonald on later he uh, he went through why they picked who they did and mm-hmm. it's very much future future now for Max Ramsden
0: well as we're alluding to like it just it had to be uh, addressed at some point whether it was now or in the off season later this year uh, we needed a ruck uh, and I'm glad that we now have one on the list it's going to take a while he is the project player as I said but it's just fantastic that we've had that addition. I suppose the other guy, the other recruit at pick 20, uh, James Blank, he's more
1: a case of a guy that you could bring in, well, fairly soon, I'd imagine. Eastern Rangers, off to Box Hill, finally makes the Hawthorne list. It's a it's a well-worn path. It's a path that speaks to the kind of bloke he is. It's uh, You know, he's he's a bit of a plotter, but he's a definite stopper, isn't mm. he? He's a high-concentration uh He's worked on his body tremendously. Well, he's been there three years now. Yeah, including one under Sam Mitchell. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, a good three-year apprenticeship at Box Hill. And the kind of big-bodied key defender that we did need to look at, because there's a bit of a gap on the list. We didn't really have anyone coming through to be that particular kind of player. At not 195 centimetres, 94 kilograms, I think this has filled a spot for us. Yeah.
1: Look, he's a, he's a tremendous competitor. Mm. Uh, you don't get an easy kick on him. Mm-hmm. Very high concentration level. I don't want to say Brian Lake, but I hope so. <laughs> he's, uh, he's got to work on um, contested marking and things like mm-hmm. that, but given, given a couple of guys coming over the top. and Look, I thought maybe this week with Frost out he could be selected, but we found out he's not. I'd, it would be remarkable to have two mid-season draftees appear <laughs> the same week, two years running. But um, James Blank is going to be very good for the Hawthorne side. And, uh, and you know, he's the, he's the one they're looking to after Hardigan.
0: I think so. And he's got the skill set. He's agile, athletic. He's got great closing speed. Loves a spoil. Good rebounding talent, intercept marking. So, I mean, you can see all this in the highlight reel that the Hawks put out. And you watch even maybe the first 20 seconds. And you go, oh, yeah, no, we're good here. This is a good call. This is what this is the kind of spot that we needed to fill. Eighteen month contract as well.
1: Dower defender type. You get a kick on him, you earn it. Yeah, you know
0: we we called it. There was a chance. Oh yeah, month yeah. out
1: we went yep. blank. Yep. Blank check on the horizon.
0: <laughs> so there you go, James Blank taking a pick twenty. Uh, will he debut before the buy? Asks Newmo. Yeah, I mean there's every chance. I think this is a team that is you know crying out for that sort of player. Uh, this defence still can be retooled a bit. I mean, I've always regarded our defence as one of our
1: strongest lines, but the yeah, fact of, the fact of the matter is, it's uh, it's leaking goals lately. It is, and it's a bit under undersized. So they'll they'll be fine with him if he's um, if he's needed. I know Hardigan's been recalled this week. Yeah, he's at least in the squad. Uh, yeah, Sunday game, it's all that extended squad stuff <laughs> oh, that you we love have, it. that we have to batter away with this nonsensical information. Yeah, well, who's going to make the interchange is always the big
0: question with that one. Uh, speaking of questions, though, this one from AKF is a fantastic one. Ramsden is clearly a long-term prospect, and Blank has an 18-month deal. So that means our list is overflowing, and who would be nervous at this point with that? Hardigan, Jekka, Shields, Seamus Mitchell and Saunders stand out to me as vulnerable and it sounds like Brocky wants to go home. Is there anyone
1: else you can think of? Uh, Downey, Morris, mm-hmm. anyone else playing VFL? <laughs> well, yeah, effectively. Yeah. yeah. I would say Jekka would be the
0: least, should be the least worried there. I mean, I certainly hope so. I'm a big Jekka mark and I think even with this hamstring injury, that he's still overcoming... I reckon he can put together a body of work in the second half of the season for Box Hill that should assure that he's... Well, he's the he's the heir apparent to someone in the senior side. He's talented enough.
1: Shields is is playing his 250th this weekend, so that'll be fantastic, along with Roost. Yeah. Bruce, yeah. You know, so in so other words... I'm not, you know, closing the curtains on him this <laughs> week. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, you don't want to discuss that this week. That's fair enough. Seamus Mitchell is an interesting one, reinvented as a defender... Uh, but, you know, we have a surplus of his type, I guess, the, the specific role he plays. Saunders, really like Saunders, but, I don't know, so many of these guys can make their fortunes in the second half of the season. I, it's it's an interesting question.
1: Well, Downey started to hit his straps up at the Gold Coasts on the weekend, so... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I happened to talk about... I, out, of the, out of the Gold Coast games, yeah, mate, yeah, I, I prefer yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah, VFL. Yeah, well, we've got to do something about the awful Darwinian evolution that occurred... <laughs> <laughs> Darwinian. They regret. They regress totally yeah. from a fantastic performance against Brisbane. You cannot. I couldn't understand how they could fumble and be second and often third to the ball. It's almost like dipping footies in detergent doesn't really do anything. Yeah. For your game day prep. What a great gimmick. <laughs> because it certainly looked like they still had the detergent on the footy. Like the skills of the Suns versus the skills of the Hawks on the day. Ridiculous. Dan Howe seemingly unaffected, though. It's strange. You—that <laughs> is such a cheap shot. <laughs> at least he didn't stop trying. Actually, it's quite interesting. Uh, Morrison was excellent; didn't stop trying. And they're not conditions that suit him. No, no. Uh, at all. Tom Mitchell was very good, mm-hmm. excellent, as a matter of fact. And then obviously Sisley stood up. Yeah. Dan Howe kept being in the. Oh, he got dragged to goal. And they knew what God, they were doing. Do. Absolutely had it drilled into them what they needed to do, and yeah. they carried it out perfectly, even after the quarter time when Sammy had had a chance to retool. Also, didn't look any good. No, no. And it, you know they didn't stop. We still kicked a few goals, but I tell you what, Butler looked all right. Yeah. Um. But apart from that, not a lot to like. No. And has to be immediately forgotten. Apparently, McRae's not even going to bother to use it as. Uh, Intelligence for the match. He's going to well, lose the Well, there's nothing Brisbane intelligent game. about it. So yeah. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see McCray go up yeah. against McCray, Sammy Mitchell.
0: McCray v. Mitchell. You know, it wasn't too long, less
1: than a year ago, they were in the same coach's box. So. Yeah, well, they know each other's ideas fairly well. But uh, there's another mini game inside the big game on Sunday, and Tell that is about it. Newcomb versus Dacos.
0: It's the exact storyline that you'd expect the footy media to be all over, but they're not.
1: No, because they don't enjoy the footy. They enjoy the theatre of God, the football. ain't that the truth. That is the problem with most footy media in a nutshell. But that should be a cracking contest, and I just hope they let them go head-to-head, to be quite honest. Yeah, that'd be great to see. I mean, Newcomb wasn't too good at the weekend, but Collingwood are in good form, so... 250th game for Bruce and Shields, and it's good to see them on uh, AFL 360. Mm. Very um, relaxed. Is it success that does that for you, Nick? Is I think it might be, yeah. What, ad, what are, adulation of the footy media. What do they have left to prove at this point? Nothing. Nah, no, they know it. They're it's fine. so good that they're both celebrating at the same time yeah, as well. Absolutely. And did you see them lay down accolades to one another and yes, and then and then Bruce speaking, which was interesting, speaking about how um how vulnerable he was in those early years, that mm. he, he was all too hard and. It's,
0: I mean, the, the ultimate irony, isn't it? For a guy that makes the special look so effortless, when, when he actually gets to talking about it, it's like, well, there's a lot yeah. of hard work
1: that goes into this. But remarkably often, like, he's very consistent. Yeah, he is. And yeah. then he nominated Cyril as his favourite or best player he's played with. Yep. And then Shields nominated Hodgie. I mean, there's no right or wrong answer, is
0: there, on that one? I mean, whoever you pick from that era, probably no one's going to say Sean Markers, but... <laughs> Sorry, just had to get that D it's in just, there. Just <laughs> pathetic, D. <laughs>
1: but not Buddy. No, not Buddy. Yeah, interesting. I'm not a coward like Buddy. <laughs> oh, you know the IFLs come out and apologise. Oh, they've walked that back. It's oh. not, they should. They shouldn't say it's Yeah, no, you're no. not allowed rhetoric anymore. Bad, bad rhetoric.
0: Well, no, not not for that.
1: No, leave that to the 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 mob
0: that like theatre. Okay, leave that to David King and. Well,
1: I'm, I'm looking forward to Cochin's Logie,
0: I really What <laughs> All I'm saying is that the tribunal shouldn't be saying stuff like that.
1: Really? They shouldn't, yeah, be hi- they shouldn't be hiring QCs to judge these cases?
0: Well, no, that's not their function, is to comment on
1: the, the courage or cowardice. Of I've always like... found that hilarious, to be honest, that they actually get legal representation for the yeah. kangaroo court. I think, I think it's wonderful. Speaking of a kangaroo court, uh, AFLW signing. No. <laughs> we'll get to that a bit later.
0: Uh, are we done with Gold Coast? It's Friday by the time people are listening to this. They don't want to think about the Darwin trip. Thank God we didn't go up. I mean, it was only by my own commitments that we didn't hop a plane. And go yeah, to Darwin. Thank,
1: thank goodness you procrastinated and no, we couldn't go. It was a mandatory seminar. <laughs> I literally had to attend to pass. So. So we move on to what is the greatest question from the weekend. What happened at Gold Coast? Not in Darwin, at Gold Coast. What did James Warple do? It certainly was the question that I got hit up the most on our social media. Uh,
0: and I'm pleased to say it was one of his more prolific games of the year, with 22 touches. But I'll stop short of putting him among the best. So that's a little bit of a
1: concern. It's absolutely a concern, because we watch Liam Shields go down to the VFL and he stands out. We watch Howe go down to the VFL he stands out. We watch Tom Phillips go down mm. to the VFL, stands out, and you're telling me James Warple didn't do this? I mean, I noticed him, but. Right. He, Did he find space? Was he quicker? Yeah, I
0: mean, he it was, it was fine. It's just nothing to write home about, which is not what you want. There were so many other players. So that, he didn't get confidence out of this? I don't, I don't imagine so. It would have been nice to win. Well, he's overlooked but, for selection again this week. Well, he is. Yeah. I mean, there's a guy on the list here that I want to talk about. That, you know, a few of the players that stood out to me who has made the squad at the very least, and that's Jackson Callow. He
1: had a great game.
0: Great game. 19 touches, four goals won. It's arguably his best game for Box Hill. So.
1: Now, he's had a sniff, and he is. This is for me. <laughs> I really want this he's pressing his case he, Jackson Coley, yeah. for sure and I just um, I just hope he comes in aggressive on the weekend he's got that about him he's got
0: that as part of his game the other guy that was impressive up forward actually was Fergus Green who kicked four goals two from ten touches including three first-term goals he is a star. start his. it's just one of my laments about Fergus Green is that I don't think he's going to land on Hawthorne's list
1: Not on Hawthorne's list but if they increase the number of sides and the comp he's playing for him I can tell you that yeah as will yeah. Ben cavara yeah who's also a former dog three1 three goals one and 90 disposals with a game high seven marks James Parsons played well the coat hanger of Luke Hodge you can almost
0: forget that he was at Geelong nah no never no nah. he'll never wipe that clean bit of a reek <laughs> even with the probably the goal of the day yeah. on the weekend from James Parsons he did it. Got lucky no jeez oh, Connor Downey 15 <laughs> touches and two goals beginning to have some influence for Box Hill finally he's developing into that impactful wingman that we hoped he would his second year at the Hawks you gotta remember that it's still early days
1: it and feels like yeah, a lot longer
0: yeah well that's it and yeah, it is on a bit of a knife
1: edge I remember he had no games during COVID yeah and then he's been injured all that time I think we gave him a debut a real one, yeah. A real Apart one, from finally, yeah. Round one
0: where he didn't turn up. It, it took up. almost the entire season to hand him that yeah. actual debut.
1: And then, and now he's starting to actually look like he could be a, a very good attacking wingman.
0: Yeah, and that's the key. He is an attacking wingman. That's his forte. And if he keeps on this trajectory, it, it'll have security in his spot on the list. But that's that's the asterisk. Is if he does now, that,
1: this next bloke looked like a drowning man.
0: And then this week, 12 touches. Yeah, 12 touches. Finn O'Hara, the, uh, the Irish import, he did improve from his last appearance and starting to gain some confidence. It's a bit
1: rough, isn't it? Like, what, to just throw him in? Yeah. yeah. Well, like, no, they haven't just thrown him in. They've sort of let him acclimatise, but he's very quick. He's got some obvious talents. Yeah, playing him off halfback as well. He's his
0: spot in the game well that's where you want the dash and that's what he brings we saw that in his highlight reel He can so, run and carry and yeah, yeah that's exactly what you need this other guy uh, Max Hall oh you're all over this fella he had inside
1: knowledge well and everything.
0: only because my dad happened to mention uh, that you know some people from, from Montrose he's mates are in his ear about this kid that might be you know coming through looks really good and keep an eye on him and when I saw this week in the team selection that this guy Max Hall was from Montrose, I gave my dad a call and I'm like, "Is this is this the guy?" And apparently, he is. And uh, I can see why people were excited. 18 touches, one goal, one. Uh, he's he's a, a, a natural. He's a total natural. He's a really promising midfielder, and uh, yes, yeah, certainly one to watch. Remember the name, Max Hall. Yeah, or call him Tony. <laughs> Call him Tony uh, Next game for Box Hill uh, is this Sunday uh, North Melbourne versus Box Hill Hawks one o five pm at Arden Street Oval I uh, hope they're checking the locks Because we know what Hawthorne like to do with North at the moment They're pinching the loss
1: Yep, it's just pure pilfery And uh, I think you need your head red if you're turning up for that game well, On it's, the Sunday. It's as much as I do like watching Box Hill, there is a
0: clash. It's the main event, Hawthorne versus Collingwood at NCG, Sunday, 2.10pm. And uh, we have the teams. We'll kick it off with the uh, the outs. Finn McGuinness was the sub. He comes out of the side. Jack Scrimshaw with a concussion will miss, obviously. Sam Frost suspended. I thought maybe Impy was in line for a suspension and Frost for a fine. No, they switched that. AFL logic for you.
1: Yeah, well, someone stuffed up the paperwork
0: yet again at AFL House, (laughs) but not the paperwork where they sign off on it. So that's (laughs) (laughs) so that's great to know. The ins now, this is where it gets really true. As we say, it's a squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Extended bench, whatever. Read out half the list, Nick. Off you go. All right, Uh, Josh Morris. I remember him. Yes, (laughs) so yeah, he'd be excited. Is he is he listed first?
0: Is that any indicator whatsoever? No, I'm I'm building up to the more surprising ones. Okay, Okay, so Josh Morris thought, you know, he's earned it. I mean, if he does make the side, which I think is a very outside chance, at least he's earned being named in the squad. Uh, Kyle Hardigan, Mm -hmm. he actually had a pretty good game for Box Hill, so not as much of a shock as you might think. Uh, Jager
1: Omira, right? Expected. Well, I mean. We did miss the link. Yes, I think so. He I, was a missing link between midfield, half forward, and the forward line. Missing link. That's Darwinian. Good one. Uh, <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Jay Romero comes back in uh, recovering from hamstring tight. Was it tightness or awareness? I'm not sure the difference. Okay. Awareness is you're familiar of what a hamstring is. Right. And, and that you do have one. Tightness okay. is when it feels a bit tight. <laughs> That's... As best as I can tell. Uh, Jackson Keller has been included in the squad, as we say. he's
1: Absolutely, he should be. And we could uh, see a show from him.
0: There's two more names. First of which, if you've been in touch with the news this week around Hawthorne, Ned Reeves, mm. maybe not that much of a surprise. It was said that he needed to prove his fitness. Apparently, he has.
1: Okay.
0: I imagine he makes the final team. Nevertheless, he's made the squad. And this last name is the biggest surprise of all. Because I swear it was only a few days ago I read that he was three or four weeks away. Jack Gunston.
1: Wow. How did that happen? Which insurer are they with now? <laughs> so it was Booper. Now it's... Now it's AIA, I think. Okay, that sounds like
0: an ambulance siren, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it might happen if, we, uh, if we've brought him back too soon. No, <laughs> don't do that. This isn't St Kilda.
1: Oh, boy. Uh, look, uh, oh, well, it would be good to see Jack. Oh, no one's denying that. It's it's a little bit odd, isn't it? Isn't that a hell of a forward line, though? Well,
0: well potentially, yeah. I mean, if you've got Callow and Gunston, two Jacks, and then you've it got still Mitch got Cozzy. and Cozzy. yeah.
1: Wow. Okay. Pop Reeves down there. <laughs> That's a I oh, hell can play aerial ping pong to their hearts content. It's got a touch of space
0: jam about it. We are basically the monsters in <laughs> the forward line there. Yeah, yeah, let's, hey, wait,
1: wait, wait. let me let me just check the weather report. Okay. Yeah, cuz obviously, you know, if you you get you get a tall forward line for Yeah, this is going to uh, be diabolically bad for game big management. It? where it's 60% rain and 14 degrees with um Yeah. Well, it's not quite as bad as uh, the open training the day before, <laughs> which is 80% rain with 25 to 40 kilometre per that winds. That is
0: vintage Hawthorne open training areas right there. That is absolute classic open training.
1: Come get your
0: signatures. And pneumonia. (laughs) The only open trainings that seem to have great weather are the ones I see on social media that that I don't go to. Remember
1: that time did you actually go to Xavier that day
0: it was 45 and No way No (laughs) way I'm not going to Xavier College in
1: 45 degree heat. That was wonderful.
0: I mean I like the team, I don't like them that much. (laughs) You
1: would have evaporated on the way. Uh Anyway, what do you think of the chances here? Because uh, the coaches know each other fairly well. We've got a fantastic record against Collingwood.
0: I mean, don't give us a chance. But Collingwood's there, thereabouts around us on the ladder, aren't they?
1: So that, Does that mean anything? I don't even know. Well, only if they're in the bottom eight does that mean we're automatically losing to them. <laughs> it does seem to be that way.
0: We had a question from Rocky and Ralph. Why do we play well against top teams and not bring it against bottom eight sides?
1: Do you? Th- I, I don't know.
0: I, mean, I don't know. It's probably psychological, is it? It was an issue in the Clarkson era as well. So if it is something they're doing, no, Mitch emulating it perfectly. Remember
1: losing to Richmond every bloody time? <laughs> We'd be raising the cup every year and then Richmond every time they beat us.
0: I mean, it almost cost Clarkson his job. I'm sure he was concerned about losing to Richmond too. <laughs> but uh, look, it's, it's lovely to get up for Brisbane and Geelong. I mean, uh, the efforts that the guys put in there to score the wins...
1: Sensational victories. But now, there's one thing they've got to do for me on Sunday. Yeah, get a goal for Liam. Yep, yeah. and another one for for Bruce. Boo, yeah, <laughs> Bruce. Yeah, so you can boo the man. <laughs> well, I mean, Jack would love to be there for yeah Bruce 250th. Yeah, get the band back together. They're such a good pairing, aren't they?
0: I think you know. I think you mentioned Bruce being dependable before, but so were Shields. Oh, yeah. It's so reliable. And not a head, not a headline player. That it just it doesn't need to be. He just turns
1: up, gets it done. Well, they're both very um, similar in, in being durable and concentrating and, and also a team ethos player. Mm. You know, they're always where they're supposed to be.
0: So there's a lot to look forward to this week. I, this is my first game in a month live. So I am so psyched to be back at the footy. The other side I'm super enthusiastic about, of course, as always, because I've had a fantastic season. And they've finished it off in style. The home and away season, that is. Uh, Hawthorne's VFLW side. uh, They've won their final game of the home and away campaign. It didn't come without a fight, though. Williamstown really came to play. And that was evident from the first few minutes of the game. It actually took the Hawks until the second half to get the ascendancy on the scoreboard. It wasn't until one of my faves. Mietta Kendall. Good to see her back. Her goal late in the piece. That was what effectively locked it in. Took all game, but we got there. Uh, defender Ainsley Kemp, who we'll mention in just a moment with some news around her. She was fantastic, had a huge say in the outcome, as well as Christy Stratton, who played a modified role, not just a stay at home forward. Uh, She was playing a bit up the field, but still managed to get two goals on the board, as well as uh, Meg
1: Hutchins, who... Um, made somewhat of a surprise return, Tiz. So what happened? She just sort of moseyed on to the ground and they said, yeah, come on, have a kick. I don't know. I thought you'd retired, but come on.
0: Yeah, you're, she's more involved in the behind
1: the scenes these days. and I
0: So I don't know what the deal is Anyway,
1: she, she ran around like she hadn't missed a beat, 15 disposals 15 touches, and yeah. then missed three goals. So oh, they're going to, to have to so have a chat harsh. to her. Oh. <laughs>
0: Jeez, I mean, one of those... Well, you can't
1: get your touch back just like that. Taking the mickey out of the competition. She had the final kick of the game, right? It was a tough
0: shot. A shot on goal. And uh, the game is over. Hawthorne and won. They start playing the music. <laughs> <laughs> like, are they going are to they, are they switch it off? Because this might be distracting for a whole goal-kicking routine. So they did switch it off. Then started playing That's even
1: again. more... Uh, yeah, okay. wow.
0: <laughs> they finally switched it off and she had a shot at goal and missed. I'm like, well, you, well, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. You're not in your headspace that you need. So, anyway, the Hawks now look ahead to a finals campaign. They finished second on the ladder, right where they belonged, really. I mean, they were good enough to be top, but Essendon had to remain undefeated until, hopefully, next Saturday. June 11th, the qualifying final. The sequel, Tiz, could be better than the original. It's Essendon versus Hawthorne, 11.05am at Windy Hill.
1: I didn't realise they had a week off, Nick. Yeah, I was surprised to find that, too. Okay. Yeah, I no, have a week off. I was fully um, expecting that to be this weekend. So that'll be that'll be while we're in Frio. So plenty of... Are we going? I did
0: intend to, Yeah. Because okay. that's in the morning, and their game in Freer, I think, is at 4 p.m. So there's plenty of time. You could
1: catch both. Yep. Or well, um, we can go over and help them with their review. Is this their second in, like, two years? They're reviewing the previous They're reviewing review. the review. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's just good practice. Which is something the AFL haven't thought of with goal reviews. So there's... <laughs> it's... You know, you know how this one ends, though. With a rear view of the coach. That's how that, that <laughs> ends. <laughs> rear view. Very yeah, good. Yeah, they're gone. You think we're pilfering North? Who would you have out of S? No, I don't even. Yeah, love no, that. Damage anyway. damaged so, goods. Don't even worry about it. Tainted. Come on. You know you love this. Who have we got out
0: of North now? This is a weekly occurrence. Well, no, well, okay. Let me get to it. I feel like I need to highlight the uh, the recruits that we've taken from our VFLW team first. Uh, so we've signed a few to the AFLW as our list continues to build. Ainsley Camp, as I mentioned, she's a signee. Isabel Porter, Catherine Brown's on board as well. But. This was the one. This is the one that grabbed the attention for me. Uh, Hawthorne. This is according to women's.afl. Hawthorne has pulled off an AFLW expansion signing stunner, completing a deal for a North Melbourne star, Eileen Gilroy, just weeks after she had told the kangaroos she'd recommit for the upcoming season. Oh, that is chef's kiss stuff, isn't it? Can you hear that smile? (laughs) That is... uh... The Hawks lodged the paperwork to sign the gun defender just before Monday's 2pm expansion
1: signing period deadline in <laughs> a move that left the kangaroo stunned. Ooh, that must be another Eileen Gilroy. Can't be the one we've got
0: on the list. <laughs> Can't be the one we've been talking to and she's given her assurances that she's going to stick with us.
1: But that's not where it ends. No,
0: we're not done with Arden Street just yet. Uh, it's reported that we're making a push to nab a second AFLW star from North, uh, speedster Caitlin Ashmore.
1: Have you seen the hit that Eileen Gilroy gave? Uh, was it a Dogs Player? A Dogs Player, yeah. <laughs> How about that for a Talk while? about
0: blindsided. My goodness. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't so much blindsided. The Dogs Player had a second or two to, to catch out of, the, out of the corner of her eye. Okay, this will be a contest after all. Yeah, no, nah, Never had any idea. <laughs> and it was a fair hit oh thing of beauty <laughs> but i tell you what mate what what is going on because we've pilfered the the recruiting manager yeah one of the recruiting staff down at north we've got one of their top 10 bnf from the from their women's side and we're looking at pinching another one yeah i mean it, it can't get much better for me with this hawthorne raiding arden street brilliant
1: not only that, but we're being rewarded for it. <laughs> we are yeah. in the draft hand. Yeah,
0: we've secured the top Victorian pick in this year's draft, uh, and we actually hold seven first-round selections—the most of the expansion clubs set to enter the comp this year. Now, are they just going to hold this down, Glen Ferry This draft, or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just save time. I, it, it's it's weird and unusual. I don't quite believe it. How have things fallen our way like this? We have four picks inside the top ten. Picks one, three, five, and 6. And from there, we also hold 11, 16, 18, 24, 32, 42, and 52. There's the list, mate. We've almost built it off the back of one draft. Yep. So that's Wednesday, June 29th. Very exciting indeed. And uh, always nice to have better picks than Essendon. Well,
1: definitely. And uh, if you like those numbers... <laughs> oh, shit. That's a hell of a segue. I did not see that
0: coming. <laughs> you know, I feel confident saying I would not have bet that's where that was going.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. You, no more lotto? I didn't have money on it going that way. No. So what we're referring to, of course, is that Hawthorne, as I announced last week, having forgotten we had two venues... <laughs> But they immediately that they were very good about it. Hawthorne heard what I'd said, and they immediately flogged the other one. So I was <laughs> by this time it got onto uh, you know the podcast so, networks. So was I was
0: correct. West Waters, and I think the other was Vegas. Who cares? And uh, <laughs> well, we don't have to anymore, do it Done. We?
1: And we got the capital. We put it in the future fund, and we tell nobody to touch that. Yeah, don't a, touch it. It's a capitalised future fund. So serious business. Yeah, I, who knows what that means. But hopefully they can get a capital return better or... Yeah. Well, well, it means another shovel down at
0: Dingley. <laughs> so, I mean, that's reportedly still going to be... Yeah, Bunning Z O
1: F Y <laughs> Sale. Here we come. It's 10% better. Cashed up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> reportedly still going to be on track for the end of 2023?
1: I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't well, see this happening. Yeah, well... Do I still get calls about the Hawthorne raffle or is that off the books too? <laughs> oh
0: dear. I I mean I think it's gonna be brilliant, but I don't think it's gonna be ready. So it's to be done by the end of twenty twenty three, isn't it? Well that's what that's what I was saying. I reckon that's it, but I because
1: 'cause we've bought that little parcel of land next to the Yeah. To the old... um,
0: But by all accounts, it sounds like we're just getting going. Is that enough time? I'm I'm not in construction. What would I know? But I just don't think that's...
1: What do they got to do? Flatten a bit of earth and put a gym in, Nick? Oh, yeah. It's a two-step process. You're right.
0: (laughs) You kick the ball there and you go in there to lift the weights. What do you reckon, boys? (laughs) Anyway, look, is that all the Hawthorne news I think we've done? A comprehensive wrap without saying too long with the debacle in Darwin, which I didn't want to.
1: Hopefully we keep going there every year, Nick. I think that's obvious. We need to put that down as the
0: I mean, not only am I thankful that we didn't get to go, I'm also quietly thankful that Cyril didn't go.
1: <laughs> to see that. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> that's not a performance you show Cyril Rioli. Oh
1: man. It was it was a good crowd. I I would have enjoyed being in that crowd though. Oh, it was good vibes. Yeah. Absolutely. And the Suns were good to watch, even if we did not bring the game. Yeah, okay. They I'll played, I can see They that. played a nice style of footy. They did. They did indeed. And Jews
0: got them humming along. It's not going to be threatened or overawed by the prospect of Clarkson coming and swooping They're in. talking about giving him another year. He is an unlikely bulky hero. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Man, I miss Dennis Cometti. Today, because obviously Shields and Bruce having their milestone game coming up. I was I was looking on YouTube and watching Bruce and Shields clips. And there's one that's just, it's not a particularly interesting highlight. It's for some reason, someone thought it was. Liam Shields losing his footy boots in a game. I think it was a game in the West at some point, in the West Coast. And Dennis Cometti remarks he's having an out-of-shoe experience. Is that good? Well, I thought it was a lot better than anything dished up
1: these days. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just excited that Brian is going back into the locker rooms.
0: Why did they have to make the advertisement for that so suggestive? What do you mean? Well, they,
1: they drew him weirdly. Oh, did you find that a little bit erotic? No, I, fa- I found I it scary. I think it's more about
0: you. I found, you it found it scary. You found it scary? <laughs> yeah, I did. Where, just <laughs> where is he roaming, they've,
1: they've drawn the door shut. I think that's that's it. Done. That's, that's all the commentary that whole concept needed. <laughs> Why did they have to? Anyway. Oh, come on. It's always a car crash to watch. It's great.
0: That's what they're banking on. Yeah, I think we should set our standards a bit higher, mind you. I say that this is the same network that routinely pregame pits Tom Brown against Luke Hodge. Oh, that that is good fun, though. That is good fun
1: because because like his playing career, he hits to hurt. (laughs) (laughs) takes no prisoners. uh, Yeah. Oh, and uh, you know, was that that? a a priority pick for Essendon and just (laughs) oh, my favorite Hodge Just he, he waited.
0: Well, that's it. No, no, no. You've hit upon my favorite point of that segment. And that is like, when Tom Brown is speaking, I don't watch Tom. <laughs> I watch Luke Hodge. I'm like, how patient is Norm, dual Norm Smith medalist Luke Hodge going to be with journalist Tom Brown?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is good. Like, Fantastic viewing. You, but you need those clashes, don't you? We don't get enough of those. No, that's no, exactly right. For
0: the, you know, footy media, as you say, it's all about the theatre, yeah. but just in the wrong ways. <laughs> they don't know what they have. Anyway, I think that'll be it for the Hawk Talk podcast this week. Hey, if you're listening to our show via Apple Podcasts, it'll mean so much to us if you took a second to leave a star rating or review. Not only does it make our day to see stuff like that, of course, uh, it does help other Hawkers define the show. And we're all about building this community, which you'd know if you were on Twitter. The excitement off the back of the mid-season draft, over on Twitter especially, was just palpable in fact all social media there's nothing better than when the community around our podcast is up and about so join us over on twitter twitter.com slash talk pod and of course facebook facebook.com slash hawk talk pod and uh, find us on instagram too the big one for us though Tiz, is patreon by visiting our patreon page and getting on board as a subscriber you're supporting the show you allow us to put time into this show and to keep bringing you content week in week out you can sign up at any tier, of course, uh, starting from $1. That's Mason's multi-money right there, mate. Uh, most people choose the tier with the bonus content. That's right. Some sweet perks for proud, passionate, paid-up oh, Patreon yes. subscribers. Sweet
1: perks. Humiliate Tiz with a quiz. Yes, that's right. I've promised to
0: deliver the Hawthorne quiz from hell. It's not meant to embarrass- It's meant to be impossible for anyone. Not just for you. Me.
1: Yeah, but ask Tiz all the questions. Yeah. Well, it's it's fun. Okay.
0: Why he's so paranoid about it? You're not gonna look like you don't know Hawthorne.
1: Okay. Yep. 1920s nicknames and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be a segment called Nicknames. Get it? Oh, so, wow. So full of good ideas, yep. evidently. Brilliant. Is this why people sign up to Patreon? Just- <laughs> no, we got the
1: mid-season review with the box.
0: That's true. Yeah, yeah, we have that too. We actually have quite a few ideas up our sleeves for the for the bonus content, but. Being that it is coming to the middle of the season, yeah, our mid-season gradings, which should be fascinating to see if you're, you and I are on the same page with someone on our
1: list. and we've got our, uh, what do you call them? Crystal our, ball. Our crystal ball, of the fortune-telling of, you know, what will our midfield look like in three years? People ask that a lot. And uh, it's going to be... Uh, People ask that weekly, I think. I, I think we can see that and we can go, Max, Ned, Josh and Jai. It's not bad, is it? Yeah, it actually doesn't sound too bad. I was about to laugh, and then... But which Max and which Ned? <laughs> <man>?
0: <laughs> oh, the enigmatic Hawthorne Football Club.
1: <laughs> Always full of
0: surprises. Uh, obviously, like we've got a lot in store for our Patreon subscribers, so if you're keen for that, uh, all the details are up at patreon.com slash
1: Pod. Anyway, fill your boots this week at the MCG, because uh, we've got a few coming up at Marvel, and I don't think we would Back at the G until the West Coast Eagles.
0: Yeah, it's slim pickings for a while. I mean, we knew this looking at the fixture ahead of time uh, that the first half of the season was stacked. Mm. So the second, it starts to get a bit, a few more appearances at Marvel, starts to get a bit annoying. So yeah, get along with this Dogs one. an
1: Adelaide at Marvel, yeah. how um, enjoyable. Home
0: game against Adelaide at Marvel, brilliant. Okay,
1: great. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yep. But that being said, yeah. And then we're off to BA, the bloody awful. <laughs> uh, um, Blundstone Arena. Tassie, Hobart against your favourite mob we could give them the wooden spoon why do we need to be involved? they take care of that just fine themselves well we can give West Coast a win and then, well, and, then, <laughs> and, then and then beat North I feel like
0: that um, kombucha girl meme where I'm like oh no and then I'm like mm, actually <laughs> uh, uh, this is what it's come to explaining memes <laughs> Descriptive me. Yeah, just a, a visual run-through. Oh, uh, wow. Dear, oh, dear. Um, no, but the point is, yeah, you're right. Oh, there's uh, a point. <laughs> yeah, there always is. You're it's saying get right right. down to the G. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's the last one in a while. 250, yeah.
1: double 250. Come two on. two
0: magnificent servants at this football club, you're going to want to celebrate
1: with them. You've got to brave the black and the white, but uh, apart from that, going to be a good day. Well, it's our home game.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, braving. Oh, they're a, all
1: upstairs. Fair enough. Uh, braving a, a fraction of the
0: black and white, hopefully. And in case you need any more incentive, the thing that we mentioned earlier in the show, the marquee matchup,
1: it's Dacos versus Newcomb. For the Rising Star. It's, it could hinge on this. Eh, I wouldn't have thought so. They're, too, <laughs> they're not intellectual enough to look at how they went head to head. Okay. you said seen who's on the selection panel for that thing. Uh, is. Wait, is it- Palmer. No. no. <laughs> Are we ever going to let it go? No,
0: never let it go. Never let it go. Ryan
1: Burton came second as well. And here's the question, to who? That is a very good question. Yeah. I'm sure it's probably someone really excellent. Yeah, it's great. not Rhys Palmer bad. No, it's not
0: quite the same. But I put it this way, I don't remember who beat Ryan Burton, but I remember being angry about
1: it. It was the Canadian, oh. Annie
0: McGrath. Oh, yeah. Who's, who's looking for outs. I was going to say, he doesn't want to be in Essendon anymore. So, oh, Too much success. In the past.
1: Say, <laughs> <laughs> hey, we need Sheedy back. Anyone got his number? Sheedy emerges from the closet of the club. He's never bloody left. Emerges from the closet? What yeah, he's it? never bloody left, What are you implying? He? They've brought him back that many times. Yes,
0: he had all the answers 20 years ago. He's
1: obviously still puppeting GWS because he's got three former players up there now. That's right. Their, their entire coach's box was Essendon players. And only three in the coach's box. No, that, that's a good look. That's a good look, that is.
0: <laughs> also, remember when this was a Hawthorne podcast?
1: We are just slapping people on the way out. You know, that's that's how it is.
0: I oh, can't deny that. That's it's always been here on the Hawk Talk podcast.
1: <laughs> Love a cheeky drive-by dig.
0: But for now, that's going to be it for another week uh, for the Hawk Talk podcast. Of course, we will be back next week to recap the big blockbuster game between the Hawks and the Fires. And preview... The Dockers. Yes indeed, that and plenty more I expect, so catch you then we are a happy team at Hawthorne